It's amazing. A lot of things figure themselves out. A lot of things you were assuming too much. A lot of things you had too high of expectations. A lot of things just figure themselves out when you give it time. Welcome to another Shut Up, No One Cares, Get Back to Work podcast, short daily show helping you live a better life through actionable first principle ideas and topics, things that are going to stand the test of time. Today's going to be your daily dose from me, your host, Colin Stuckard, founder of Wild Foods Co. and the AncestralMind.com. I'm obsessed with living the best life possible and I want to help you do the same. Today's topic, it's always one primary topic, one big idea, something we all have to do in our, in our life something we all have to do in our life, one way or the other, people. I got two simple strategies for how to deal with people more effectively. This is actually based on a medium piece I wrote recently. And it's something I've been thinking about as a CEO, having employees, having partners, having other companies that I rely on, suppliers, manufacturers, over and over and over again, the theme of people always comes up. Maybe you have neighbors, maybe you have the management agency of the apartment you're living in, they're a pain in the ass. There's always some example of people that are going to be getting in your way when you're trying to do things. Sometimes this is going to be par for the course and you have to deal with it. Sometimes people are going to go out of their way to get in your way. <laughs> Sometimes you're going to have coworkers. Sometimes it's going to be family. Sometimes it's going to be lovers or people you're trying to date over and over and over again. There's going to be instances in which the better you can deal with people, the better you can understand people, the better off you're going to be. So today's is just a very specific two strategies I'm using primarily in a coworker setting, in a setting where you have to deal with people for better or for worse, and you want to get the best outcome possible, right? You want people to respect you and like you, but you also want to get stuff done and you have to balance all these different variables. I would say the workplace is probably the most complex, difficult to navigate place on the planet, especially if you're a type A, get stuff done now type of personality. Some people, they fit into the cog of the machine well. They like to just do things you know, here and there that's expected, maybe not going too much above or beyond. And then you have some that want to get things done now, today, tomorrow. They think life is short. And why would we wait till next week? This seems obvious. Let's do it, et cetera. And sometimes those different personalities collide. I would say more often than not, they collide. But no matter what you're trying to do, if you're trying to build something, if you're going to go it lone wolf style, do your own thing, you're still going to run into people. You're going to have customers. You're going to have suppliers. You're going to have partners, maybe JVs. There's always going to be something you need from people, just what it comes down to. So I want to give you some of my strategies for dealing with people. And we're going to have a lot of other shows on this. We'll get into some very nitty gritty, actionable first principles on dealing with people, thinking about people, et cetera. So let's just keep this short and sweet. Timer's already going. I'm going to kind of read through this article and then get to some of the two strategies that I'm using today with great effect. So what I've found is people generally get in your way when there's an incongruence in either views or pursuits. So like if somebody's got a goal that they want to achieve that doesn't align with your goals and they're focused on getting their thing and maybe getting their things actually in the way of your thing. Well, it's not like they're trying to spite you. It's not like they're trying to hold you back. It's actually very rare that you find people that will actively try to manipulate you. And there are psychopaths and there are plenty that have psychopathic and narcissistic and sociopathic tendencies. There's, you're going to find these people, especially in the business world. But most of the time, you're not going to be dealing with that. You're going to be dealing with people that operate on their own schedule, that have their own views, 
Maybe they even have their own directives from a different boss or department or from their boss at the other company or whatever. And while it seems so obvious to you about what should be done and how fast it should be done, it's not going to seem that obvious to other people. And that's a really, really important thing to remember. Most things that cause friction in relationships is a lack of understanding each other's point of view. It comes from a disconnection of viewpoints, right? And when you can get on the same page and when you can communicate and they can truly understand where you're coming from and you can understand where they're coming from, you can oftentimes just completely crush that. But what I have seen is that there's people that you'll be dealing with that they might be smart in one area. And this is actually the one that really gets me is these people that have a certain level of intelligence, but they have these blind spots. And no matter what you do to try to explain to them, they just don't grasp where you're coming from. It's extremely frustrating, especially if you look at these people and you see that they've had relative success in other areas or they have certain strengths in other areas and you just like can't fathom why they can't see it your way. Now, there's a whole topic here for different levels of awareness and intelligence, and I'm not going to get into any of that right now, but you probably have examples of this in your life. People, no matter what you do, you're patient, you yell, you scream, you kick, they just don't understand. Maybe they don't want to understand. Maybe they're fixed in their worldviews and they don't want to see it your way. That's very possible. Sometimes people don't even realize that's, that's what they're doing, right? But for most of the time, people are just the way they are. They're a bundle of habits and they're a bundle of perceptions. And a lot of times they're not going to change to align perfectly with your bundle of perceptions and your bundle of goals and the way you see it. It's just the reality of life. So understanding where people are coming from and their point of view and what they're directives are and what they're trying to accomplish. That's a huge, huge way to get what you want done, done. Of course, that's kind of the long way. So I'm more dealing with people that are kind of the way they are and you don't want to cause any more turmoil or strife or stress. So you have to be very strategic in how you approach certain topics. That's the place I'm operating from right now. I've had to do this with suppliers, with businesses, with partners, et cetera. So this is, again, maybe it's applicable to your situation. Maybe it's not. Take it for what you will. I do think these are going to be useful strategies in any situation when they're dealing with people. But let's say you're in a situation where you have all these different bullet points you want to cover. You feel like you want to get these things off your chest. You want to express yourself. You want to ask people questions. You want to maybe even accuse people, right? Well, all of those aggressive urges, I'm going to tell you to hold off. And you're going to do this first thing that I'm doing that I found to be very therapeutic and probably saved me a mountain of stress. The first thing I do when I'm trying to work through these type of problems when it comes to other people is I write a phantom email. So I've been doing this for a while now, and this is where I basically write an email to the person, but I don't actually write an email client because that's dangerous. You don't want to accidentally hit send. So I'm going to write an email. I'm going to make it as short, succinct, and to the point as possible. I'm going to list out all the things that I feel like I want to say. I'm going to, you know, if, if I have to kind of write long sentences, long paragraphs in the beginning, I'll do that because I'm going to cut it down. Then I'm going to edit it down and really get my ideas honed in so that it's the bare minimum. Now I do this not just for readability, but because that's important too. I'm also doing this for my own mental clarity and my own thinking. It's a huge, huge release when you do this. And what I do with that, I save it as a text document and I don't send it. Now it's going to lead me to number two. You're probably thinking to yourself, you don't send this? That's stupid. Well, I give myself time after that. At least a day, maybe a few days, maybe even a week would probably be like a sweet spot because then you're a little bit removed from it. You're a little less emotional about it and you probably have a little bit more perspective on it. So maybe I fire up that text document, I reread it, or I remember that I wrote it. So I ask myself, like, is it really worth sending? Like, should I still send this? Or maybe I can whittle it down to like one thing or one question. Or maybe I can have a meeting with this person and I can use this as an outline and I can just kind of talk about it. 
So writing that phantom email is like a personal journal for me, right? It lets me get rid of all the pent up energy, then my mind is free. And then later on, after time has passed, I can objectively think about the situation. And what I found doing this is every single time I write that email, I'm way more heated and, and emotional. And when I give it time, I'm always much less emotional. And a lot of times, in fact, most of the time that I've been doing this in the past few months, I'm not even sending these emails. I just kind of let things be. Sometimes letting things be, even if the person doesn't know we're doing that, needs to happen for the sake of the situation. They tell you, let it go. Sometimes just let it go. It's really hard for us to do, but it's extremely important for getting what you want done and getting what you want out of life. You have to tread carefully when it comes to other people, because the more aggressive you are and the more people kind of respond in defense, the harder it's going to be to get what you want. Also, your life's going to be more stressful. It's going to be more unforeseen what's going to happen. You're going to have to rely on the whims of people, what moods they're in. That's just not a way to live. It's not a way to be effective either. So what I found is I write this phantom email, I get everything off my chest, and then I just kind of like let things happen as they will. It's so empowering and it's so powerful. Now, if these things are recurring and they have to come up again, well, you can probably just forget about the email you wrote and then let it come up again and then address it then. And then again, you're going to address it more calmly. You're going to be more collected. You're going to be more to the point and you're going to be closer to finding solution without burning any bridges or hurting any feelings. That's where the power of this comes in. But honestly, like I would probably say seven out of 10 times, maybe eight out of 10 times, I don't ever have to bring it up again or I don't have to bring it up as forcefully as I did. I kind of just like let things work themselves out, let people kind of learn on their own time. A lot of times things actually get resolved. It's crazy. It's really, really crazy. And it reminds me of one thing which I'm going to leave you with today. So Napoleon, the famous French emperor or conqueror, whatever you want to call him, I guess he was an emperor. I'm not, I'm not really keen in my history, but yeah, he was an emperor. French emperor, general, whatever. He would actually get mail and let it sit for, I think it was like one or two weeks. He would not open any mail, any letters that came to him right away. And someone kind of asked him about this. How can you do that? Whatever. And he made the comment about how it's amazing how many things resolve themselves when I just don't respond. Yet all these things that are marked as urgent tend to just figure themselves out. And hearing that might've been the impetus for this, for me to start doing this. But you know, I've, I've learned the hard way. Sending aggressive emails is almost never good for anybody. Uh, if, if anything, don't send aggressive emails. If you have to, just have a meeting, right? Being face-to-face with someone immediately diffuses so much of the tension and it, it removes a lot of that aggressiveness. So that's gonna be it for today's show find opportunities to maybe write a phantom email. And, and if you have something you're struggling with in life and it's not in a workplace setting, treat this phantom email almost like a journal entry, right? Work through your things with yourself and then put it in a drawer and either revisit it later on to see how you feel about it or just kind of let it go. And it's amazing. A lot of things figure themselves out. A lot of things you were assuming too much. A lot of things you had too high of expectations. A lot of things just figure themselves out when you give it time. It is extremely powerful and profound. So that's it for today's show. I'm Colin Stuckert, your host. You can reach me at Colin at wildfoods.co. Like, subscribe, share, do all those things. We really appreciate that. I want to be your daily dose of motivation, mindset, personal development. I want to help you live a better life, a more effective life, and then pass along that legacy to your kids so we can hopefully change some of these negative trends we have in our culture today. Let's use technology on purpose. Let's get back to eating real food. Let's live in accordance with our genes. Let's save ourselves and our children's generation from a short early demise at the hands of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. All of this is connected because the human being is a complex connected biological machine from mind to body 
to how you interact with the environment, how it affects you, it's all connected. So these big ideas, these first principles are gonna help you live your best life and then hopefully pass that along. I'll see you in the next one.